Snap Studios. Snap family, we have a very special treat for you today. But before we get started, today's episode contains adults speaking real talk about grown folks' business. There may even be some foul language. Sensitive listeners are advised. Snap proudly presents Backstage 2. I never know what I'm about to talk about. Let's have a ball, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome backstage. All right. Who's there? Who's on the line? Hey, 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 hey. I'm on the line. Mr. Don Reed. Welcome to the show. Don Reed is, um, is Joyce Lee in the house. Yes. Hello. Where is Dino Archie? Uh, uh, hey, yo. Dino. Dino, welcome backstage. Um, please say lots of funny things. Shannon Kaysen <laughs> is here. Am I right? I am here. I am here. What up, though? Shannon Kaysen from Detroit City. And from the mountain, from up the mountains, we have Dr. Raymond Christian. Yes, the doctor is in the house 3,000 feet above sea level in western North Carolina. Now, I got to start off this then with you, Ray, because um, uh, y'all might not know this, but uh, Ray's been sick. Yeah, Ray had, Ray's got the Rona. I am in quarantine right now in the house by myself with my animals, and I am highly contagious right now. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Thank you for joining us in your condition. Yes. Um, I, we're going to tell some stories here. I, and I want to start off because um, I just say we're seeing ramifications of, of the story right now. Mm-hmm. I have a, uh, I've got a twin cousin. And we are, we're the exact same age. We're the exact same age. And I am my grandmother's second favorite grandchild which is a which is pretty there's like 30 40 of us i'm the second favorite that's pretty good but um but he's the favorite uh, because he's so good looking right <laughs> he's so good looking we go down the street our little girls virgil 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 um but and, and granny oh that's my good looking grandbaby right there that's my good looking grandbaby and by good looking what she really means is light skinned it Yes, sir. Right? She's like, he's like skinned it. Now, hmm. I'm, she called me the smart one because I like to read books. But Virgil's the good looking one. And um, one day, I'm about 10 years old. And I see, I look over and I see that my granddaddy is down to his last cigarette, right? So I stick around on a slide until he, he smokes that last one up. He's like, boy, boy, go not run down his the street and get me some cigarettes and keep the change because I know he always let me keep the change. <laughs> always let me keep the change. I go what top kind of speed. cigarettes? Oh, you got the cools. 
Did the, you did, um, did he have to write you that note? <laughs> nope, because they already already the, the, they know who we all got these big heads. So um, you go down there. <laughs> they already know who I am. They know exactly what family I'm from, um, and they they you know and they know and they, I don't even have to ask for what kind of cigarettes. They already know my grandfather smokes some cools, and if they're out, they'll give them the hump, the humps, the humps, the uh, the, the candles. Mm. <laughs> I'm talking I'm talking humps and cools when I'm ten years old, but. Um, <laughs> But I don't care about none of that. I don't care about none of that because I get to change and I get to uh, get to play video games, right? Um, so I get to change, but there's somebody already there. And I'm looking, waiting to play the video games. I'm waiting to play video games. And I see it. I see it on the shelf. And it's this, it's this jar. And on the label, it's uh, this happy, good-looking couple, beautiful lady. I'm smiling up at this like uh, Landel Calrissian wavy hair Dino looking brother, right? I can't. No. Don't dirt me up can't. in this story, man. Yep. I see what you see, Glee. Yep. I, I see what you see. Look like Dino with them light <laughs> with them light <laughs> eyes oh, and that and that oh. light skin. Oh, and um and this is and um and uh and you look at it, and they smile at each other. They're all smiling. Yeah. And you look at the label, and it says skin lightening cream, right? And it says right there on the label that it, it will give you the complexion you deserve. Mm. Right? The complexion you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm 10, and I don't even mean to take it. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember taking it. I just remember uh, walking, holding it in my hand, and then walking out the store, walking down the street, going back to grandma's house, through the kitchen, into the bathroom, and looking at it. Sit the jar down and looking at it for a while. And thinking, all right, (laughs) ain't gonna be no more pretty boy Virgil. (laughs) <laughs> it's about to be pretty boy Glenn up in this piece, right? <laughs> my, my, my. Yep. You thought it I'm would work overnight? Huh? You thought well, it would work is, overnight? That's, I, no, I, it's got to be instantaneous. I'm going to walk out the bathroom and it's going to be different. Everything's going to be different. The moment I walk out this bathroom, I'm 10. This is what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> and um, and the, in the jar, it smells like a chemical factory. And, and I, I'm thinking it's got to because it's got a big job. It's got a big job to do. It's going to turn somebody light skinned it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> industrial street. Right. It's got to do. It's got a lot to do. So um, and, it, and, it, and then I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm looking at it. I wonder what to do. And I realize you can't just do your face. Oh, God. You got, you know, oh God. You got to do your arms and your legs <laughs> and, and everything. You went full white ass. Well, no. So I'm thinking this, but I'm like, what's it going to do to my arms, my legs? And what's it, it going to do to my lips? No. But I look at this brother <laughs> on the jar, and his lips are fine. And I figure, I can't worry about all that right now. One step at a time. One step at a time. It's going to be pretty boy me. It's going to be all right. Uh, no more pretty boy Virgil. And I open up the jar. And... My eyes, they burn from these fumes, right? 
stick my finger up in it, and this chemical glowing blob of mm. crazy, and I hold it up. I'm, it's, it's burning my fingers. It's burning my fingers. But mm. somehow I still take this glob of chemicals and smear it on my 10-year-old skin of my face and rub it in. And it hurts. It hurts branding iron bad. Mm. It hurts. It burns. It burns. And I'm rubbing it into my face. I'm rubbing it in my face. I know it's got a lot. Of, it's got a big job to do, right? So I gotta, I'm sitting there waiting for it to do what it's got to do. And I'm just trying to hold it together. I'm trying to hold it together. And uh, I hear this. Burn! <laughs> Burn! What you doing up in that bathroom? I'm like, it's grandmama. <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta think quick, right? And um, uh, I tell her, uh, uh, I'll I, I just read the book. Oh, uh, yeah. That's my smartest, smart grandbaby in there reading books. Keep reading books, baby. <laughs> Keep on reading them books. And I'm sitting there as this, as this chemical burns my skin, um, thinking, smarty, smart. Mm-hmm. I'm the smart one. And I finally have to throw my face under the faucet and try to get this stuff up. It turns out you weren't supposed to actually sit with it on you. you I didn't even bother to read the entire box. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, um, and I emerged from the restroom with burns all over my face and neck. Dang. And I was thinking about this recently, um, about, about us, about black folks. Mm-hmm. Why in God's name would a 10-year-old boy think it was a good idea to put that crap on his uh, skin? Have y'all had, do, do you know what I'm talking, do you, have you seen her done anything like this before? Oh, well, absolutely. My, absolutely. Uh, my aunts all used bleaching cream. And of course, the way they dressed in the 50s and 60s, they only did their hands and their faces. And I can remember seeing my aunt with her shoulders exposed, and it was like, (laughs) her face was like five shades lighter. The problem with using that bleaching cream is you can't go out in the sun. It'll burn your face skin up. Oh my God. So they always got to wear scarves. It's like they can only be seen uh, when they're inside. When I was in uh, elementary school, we used to occasionally have uh, white people come to the school to see what we were doing, just to observe the black kids. And I would go into a segregated school. So the teachers and the principal would always try to get the best kids, the best readers, the best looking kids to perform for the white people, the white superintendents, executives <laughs> of the school system to, to come and watch us. So one day we had the white visitors and all the teachers were told to get their best reader in their class prepared to perform when the group would come in. And I knew I was the best reader in third grade, in my third grade class anyway. And as soon as I heard the teacher say, we're looking for the best reader, I just jumped out of my seat, started waving my hand around, and I went up to the desk, and the teachers looked at each other, and they whispered something. And she said to me, "Um, we're going to need a kid that looks better 
And you're probably a little too dark, baby, for what we need today. Mm. So they mm. called up the lightest kid in the class. He was a boy. Dumb as a damn brick. I believe it. <laughs> and he said immediately, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to read. I, I don't read too good. And she said, baby, you are too pretty and too light-skinned. And your hair looked too good for you not to be smart. And that was in the third grade. Was the teacher black? Oh, yeah. It was, we were, these were all segregated school. Everybody was black. Our principal's black, the janitor's black, the ladies who work in the cafeteria. Mm. But from the time I was born, light skin was always beautiful. And when we mm -hmm. wanted to insult people, we called them black, dark. Uh, anything to do with black ass, black looking, tar, yeah. anything like that was, if you were dark, you were unattractive. If you yeah. were light-skinned, mm -hmm. by default, you were beautiful. Yeah. In order for them to make up names like mulatto and octoroon and quadroon and all of that stuff, that light-skinned, light -skinned, that is all to, to create a proximity to whiteness. Mm. It, it, That's it a is, fact. It is all. It is all to divide. Could I let me tell you guys something that was interesting? I'm uploading my comedy album, the the, the latest one I have is uh, Dino Archie live uh, live in lockdown. It's it's very funny. I'm not plugging it right now. I'm just I'm yeah. just you did I'm though. just riffing. You, you no, know, listen. We were all hey, here. listen, listen, we guys. I'm just riffing. <laughs> guys, I'm riffing. <laughs> guys, I'm riffing. Man, what are you guys talking about? What are you guys? Guys, I'm just trying to give you some backstory. What? what? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to give back. Wait a minute. So I'm giving backstory. Wait a minute. I'm giving backstory. Now you guys, you guys don't want to listen to my truth. What is wrong with you guys? I feel attacked by my own people. This is my journey. I'm telling you guys. So I, the album's out. You could get it on my website. That's not a big deal. That's not what I'm not saying. Nothing that's crazy. Yeah, he started off with the damn infomercial. We couldn't even get to the story. I have the story, Ray. If you relax well, let's and get, Let's chill. get to the story. Let's Ray, get to the story. why are you in a rush? You need to relax, Ray, out of everyone the most. <laughs> you need to just... You need to kick the hell back. We're, Ray, you need to relax. So uh, I'm uploading the album, and then they, they asked me to, to categorize to help you get uh, the, the, the track heard. And then one says, race, race of the artists. I've never seen this before. I've uploaded three other albums. i never seen race before. And they said, is the artist black or is the artist white? Like, who is their comedy for? And and I put black and white because there was no there is no black because black isn't a thing uh, uh, until there was white. That's what I'm getting at. It said black and white and black ain't a thing, but it's only a thing because white is there. That's right. You, you speak to that, Joyce. No, I, I mean, it just goes back to the strategy. This is all like it's all division. I mean, on YouTube you can actually hear OGs singing in Chang Gangs, and one of the songs they're singing is, I don't want no black, no dark, no black skinned woman, she's too mean. Now, to, to, yeah. to sing that <laughs> in a white institution, in your oppression, I mean, all of these things, our histories are connected. It's very, very connected. 
And if if mm. if colorism is existing, you better believe that whoever uh, has the power put it there for a purpose. Right. Right. So, Joyce, do we like ourselves more than we did back then? I, honestly, what happened to you and your cousin, it's not about you. It's not about whether or not you 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 love yourself. It's about like... You know, you want to, this idea of beauty coincides with gentleness. You know, you want to be treated gently. You want to be loved. You want to be cared for and and not being treated rough. Um, I mean, this is so layered for me. I I was invited to a a poetry uh, slam where I got my start at the Starry Plow. And um, yeah. Starry Plow in, in the Bay? In Berkeley, yeah, that's where I. This, that's really where I got my start. Oh my and, god! That's and awesome. I got invited back there after I moved to Columbia. Like years later, the the youngins was like, "Yo, come back and feature." And it's always an honor. I'm honored, you know, when the young folks still remember my name because you know news is old in a week now. <laughs> so, so I'm always happy. So I came back and did a did a set. Me and the kids hung out, and you know, I might have been on an edible or five. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, you know, I'm craving some of that fake cheese from Taco Bell. And we get our we get our cheesy, uh, our fake cheese. I even got the kids to to eat some of the fake cheese with me. And, um, you know, everybody's going around the table. They're saying their pronouns. And I'm like, OK. And I'm, I'm, I'm listening because I have to. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, you really need to get this right. You cannot mispronounce somebody twice. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I'm like, okay, you know, my name is Joyce. I go by she, her. And one person said, you know, gender's a construct. And I'm like, right on, youngin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right on. And, 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 and then they were like, yeah, so technically we're all they, them. And, you know, I really, I, I felt stuck, you know, because this is a different generation. Like, you can't just outwardly disagree. You might break someone's rib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 Talk about it. That's great. You can't. You can't. So you got to be careful with how you disagree with somebody uh, so that they still know that you love them and you still want peace in the world. <laughs> you, you have to. So I'm like, ooh, I disagree. I'm black. Right, 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 right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and like, I'm like- a woman. And we never get to be treated like women. That's a fact. I, get, I see what you're saying. It's almost like not acknowledging, skipping a step. There's no difference of your experience in this world and how you're treated because of real categories and labels. I feel like it's beautiful that people get to choose and discuss uh, options, genderless options, but that genderless option was never an option for me. It was forced on me. I have always been they, them. I grew up looking at white girls and, and, and light-skinned girls or any girls that, uh, that have more of a proximity to whiteness. I look at them and I see that they're just treated gently. Like, it's okay if you don't know something. 
It's okay if you don't know how to tie your shoe. It's okay if you don't know how to wash dishes. It's okay if you don't know how to clean or cook. Me, being fat and black and a woman and I can't cook? Please. You'll never have a husband. That's what I'm that's what I'm being told. Oh, it's okay if the light-skinned girl cries. It's okay if the other girl cries. Oh, somebody hurt her feelings. Me? You're supposed to be stronger than that. Um, I'm, sa- I'm saying all of this to these kids, you know. Nobody's arguing with me, but I'm still saying, you know, um, I am she, her. And on some, right. so- on some Sojourner Truth shit, like, ain't I a woman? <laughs> I'm she, her. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not going to skip and go to they, them because it's popular or because it's convenient for everybody. I have my own experience in this body, and it hasn't been a comfortable one. And the kids, they were just sitting there quiet which was even more scary to me because <laughs> they were, they were, they were listening. They were giving me their attention, but I don't know if they agreed or disagreed. They just kept eating their fake cheese. <laughs> what did they call you after? Well, they called me a woman. They called me Joyce Lee all day. Joyce Lee on the backstage snap judgment show. Um, thank you very much, Joyce. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. That was amazing. Go anywhere, Snappers. When we return, Dino Archie takes on The Voice, and I'm not talking about the TV show. Snap Judgment. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Snap Judgment, the backstage two conversation already in progress. Dino, tell us a story. No. All right. I'm gonna tell you, I feel I feel like you promote your album first, right? Yeah, and I feel I feel targeted in this room. <laughs> I'm gonna just say that off top. I feel uh, unsafe. I'm not trying <laughs> to I'm not trying to start none, but you sound real lice. You Uh-oh. acting real lice right now. Exactly. Exactly. You acting oh, real lice. So Glenn, in case you whatever case problems you, know, you got are offset Glenn. by them light eyes. Yeah. In case you <laughs> want to know, balances out. Yeah, yeah. We love you. We love you. Yeah, in case in case you wanted to know, Glenn, is there a, a colorism in the black community? Yeah. Uh, yeah in is. case you wanted to know, there's your answer. You hear these monsters? Oh, 
these monsters couldn't wait to to drag me for 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 the North American world. Do you have any stories about why it's a problem being light skinned? Any? Just one. One. One story. First of all, your first of all, your tone right now. That's my first problem. That's my first problem, Ray. Is is Ray's tone. Come on. You know how many times I heard on the road, <laughs> who's that guy? Who's that guy told that story? The light-skinned one. The light-skinned one. <laughs> don't nobody remember me. You. Well, so. I don't have no issue with it. <laughs> oh, do you don't? Ray, let me know how you feel. You don't be jealous of Gino's light eyes, um, Ray. <laughs> It's gonna be Literally. all right. Buy me, I gonna buy me some lights. Light <laughs> That's what the cool kids are the, doing. Another, they buying. Uh, if y'all think I don't got it bad, like I, you know how it feels to go into an elevator with an older white woman and she doesn't clutch her purse. Have you I'm thought tired. about that? Yeah. Have you guys thought yeah. about that before? I don't know when the last time that right? happened to me. Have you thought about that? That that sucks. No, no, no. I I can relate. I mean, my size has yeah. been a benefit because when I look at somebody like I'ma knock them the fuck out right. I don't even have to say <laughs> yeah. nothing they believe right. that I'm about to get up and knock them out yeah see I like when I like when I'm on the bus and people are too racist to sit next to me I like that yeah. I enjoy that now I, I, I'm not gonna front I, I do I guess I was sheltered from that way of thinking but there is I did have a benefit you know, as a family of people, uh, no amount of light skinness or uh, any of that would protect you from getting your ass whooped by the police or being right. murdered or going to prison. Mm-hmm. Right. This is kind of like an insight into a family dialogue. We know this fucking thing about light skin and dark skin is fucking dysfunctional. Of course. And all of us in this conversation are intellectual and know that this is bullshit. Mm. But there are others in our community. This is this is a real deal. It makes a difference. That's Jealousy, ignorance, yeah. perpetuating the same stereotypes that we hate. If you just look at just the media, television, I remember there were TV shows I used to love. I couldn't wait to see them. Sanford and Son, Good Times. Yes. yes. I am so yep. damn embarrassed to look at some of these reruns because we appear so buffoonish. Oh, God, yes. And I loved those shows in the past. I loved yeah. them. I loved them. And now I get that little twinge of uh, shame. Right. I see the stereotypes. Oh, definitely. Yes. Um, yes. That's true. That, so, that, I, you know, I, this I, is an internal, a family conversation. It would be very difficult for me outside of the classroom to talk about colorism um, in a group of white people. Because it's too complex. Oh, yeah, never. There are nuances yeah, yeah, here that I don't even have words for. Yeah. We kind of like, so it's like we nuances. know what we mean. Yeah, yeah we yeah, do. I can't explain it. The idea yeah, of explaining it in front of a group of white people, that, that just the idea, it puts a feeling of exhaustion <laughs> right, in my right, body. Right. Yeah. No, I used to do this bit about how being black adds 20 extra minutes to your day. Uh, just Black explaining, tax. explaining <laughs> shit to white What's people. What's mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, so, no, you know, no, you're right, Ray. And I, I was, I, you know me. I, I like to put a little extra on it. I get it. We're having a, a that's what the family conversation is for, and it is for uh, to be honest within it. And I, I hearing Joyce's story, her perspective, not just the story, was it's a perspective. 
you opened it up to me and reminded me of what my mother, you know, what life is like for her and my sister, stuff that mm. yeah. men don't think about. Mm-hmm. So I got no complaint compared to what you're talking about and with the way I grew up. It was, I can't, I don't got that. I was lucky in that regard. I'm not ashamed of what my parents are. They're beautiful. This is part mm. of the diaspora. Mm. That's what I'm trying to get to get across to y'all. It's like black people have got taught racism and taught labels and then threw them on ourselves and enforced them. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Putting people on this pedestal and using whiteness as, as the benchmark. And how, you know, doing a different voice at work and all that dumb shit. You know, what? why would you have to do a different voice? That's why I've never, I've gotten fired from every job I've had. Because I, I can't. can't do the voice. I can't do the voice. <laughs> I can't do let it. Me, let, let me ask <laughs> you this, do Dino. <laughs> Dino, all of you all are storytellers, performers. Don't you, by definition of being, wanting to work in America... Have to do the voice? What I, voice? I, I won't do it. I, yeah, oh, the dude. assimilated voice. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna front like I've never done the voice. And there are uh, there are situations where uh, I won't be as relaxed. I'll be more careful with my words, but I'm going to do my best to stay authentic in every uh, situation. You can understand you what think, I'm saying. You don't think that performance on a stage, poetry, however it is, performance is automatically a form of code switching? That's snake oil selling. You know, that's a different kind of thing. You're, you're, you're selling razzle, razzle and dazzle. Yeah. You know, that's a different category. Unless you're up there buck dancing for butter biscuits. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know what that is. <laughs> okay, so if you don't know, you're gonna learn. Just in case you missed the first five times he mentioned it, the new special from Dino Archie, Live from Lockdown, is available at DinoArchie.com. Buttermilk biscuits not included. And right now, we're going to give you a taste of this brother on stage. Make some noise, it's Dino Archie! Yeah, it's incredible. It's an incredible time we live in. Did they got? Did you guys do the protest? Did they have the protest out here? Yeah, the, pro- yeah, the protest on my behalf. Did they have that here? No black people, just white people there. I like. That's good. That's a nice symbol. That's a nice thing. That's that's not enough though. Not enough. I want more out of my allies. I know, and it, and it was funny watching this as a as a black man watching. It's like. It's the, I call it the checkup. They do it every 30 years. So you look it up. Every 30 years, there's a little peasant revolt, and then they're like, how are the blacks doing? How it's got. This one got bigger, though. Everyone gave a fuck. Even Edmonton, no black people. You're like, we fucking stand. I like that, man, but sometimes you're too on board. Sometimes. <laughs> 
You don't check in with us. You're like, Dino can't read. He needs help, man. You're like, that's not the truth. What the fuck are you saying? Dino's poor, all right? Help him read. I'm like, why do you keep saying that? Your love's toxic. I don't like your support. You're a shitty ally, you know that, man? You make me feel like shit, man. <laughs> it is, it's like watching, it, 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 it's well-intentioned, but it, 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 you know, we miss the mark a lot because we don't communicate properly. We just rant and fucking say something that sounds cool, but you don't listen. Like, black people been saying, it's like watching a bad negotiation. You know what I mean? Like, black people are saying, we want to end the police brutality and then rich white people go, all right, Aunt Jemima, she's out. <laughs> that bitch is gone. She's gone, man. We heard you out. Your mouth to our ears, all right? What else? What's next? And we're like, that's not it, man. Right? We just, <laughs> we just want some better job opportunities, you know, for, for us and the next generation. Like, all right. All right, first one, that was on us. Now we're hearing you out. Uncle Ben gone too. Uncle Ben, you'll never see him again. No rice, no beans. Uncle Ben, out. Now can you go back to work? And we're like, no, that's not, that's not what we wanted. Right? We just don't want to get profiled by the police. That's all. We're asking for it, like, all right! Boy, do you guys drive a hard bargain. <laughs> we'll do you one better. We will, <laughs> we won't do that, but we will sing the Black National Anthem this coming Sunday at the football game. We don't know what it is, we're gonna be honest. We don't know, we didn't know that you had one. It's not lean on me. It's not lean on me. Are you sure it's not lean on me? Because it sounds like... Whatever, man. We're... <laughs> fucking insane. Right? They asked me to... If they asked... To ask me, I'll take... Just fuck all this shit. I don't even want to... We don't even got to bring it up again. You don't... Just give me the money. Give me the fucking... <laughs> reparations. That's what I want. Just give me a bunch of money for me and mine. We won't even have to mention slavery. Just meet me at a Starbucks. Slide a briefcase. I'll grab it, I'll do the talking for the both of us. Right? I'll just be like, mistakes were made on both sides. I'll see you next week. Dino Archie, ladies and gentlemen. More backstage bug dancing butter biscuits in just a moment. Snap Judgment, the backstage special. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Snap Judgment. My name is Glenn Washington. You're listening to Backstage 2, Mid Conversation. 
We gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta give some love to uh Don Reed because Please. he told me before we before we got on the line, he told me the most impressive story. I, mm-hmm. I do know a little something about this story. Don Reed, Don Reed, again, another great black hero, was offered <laughs> yes. was offered an enormous sum of sum of money. To be the spokesperson <laughs> for Popeye's chicken. Spokesperson <laughs> for Popeye's. In 1991. Well, the, way, the way it went down was um, that they were going to have a stand-up comedian on stage, you know, doing his act. And he goes like, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry, y'all. I got to go. I smell some chicken. And he runs off stage. Okay, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. My my manager manager said, and and it it was a spokesperson thing. It was going to be a series of commercials. It just wasn't one. It was supposed to be like 10. It was a campaign. And the first one was, how's everybody doing tonight? Having a great time? Everybody having a good time? Oh, so anyway, two guys walked into a, oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, y'all. I smell Popeye's chicken. And he runs off stage. So hold on, though. Hold on. My manager said, it's a lot of money. I said, don't tell me the amount. I don't want to know the amount of money. I'm not doing it. She's like, Don. I said, and this was during Black History Month because that's when you're doing like the most colleges. She's like, drop those colleges and do this chicken commercial. I'm like, no, no, hold on. She's like, Don, it's so much money. I said, do not. Tell me the amount of money. I don't want to hear it because that's going to complicate things. She said half a million dollars. I said, I didn't, I didn't say, I said, don't tell me that. She said, it's a campaign. Your face is going to be on the posters. <laughs> that means smiling, holding chicken with a stand-up mic next to my head. I'm Don from Popeye's Chicken. Oh, and no. I said, nope, 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 nope. I'm not doing it. And oh, my no. girlfriend at the time who became my wife, she's like, uh, you know, you're from Hollywood Shuffle and Robert Townsend and all that stuff. I said, I'm, I'm just erasing it. I'm erasing it. I'm, I'm making, I'm doing okay financially. I said, I can't do it. I didn't do it. I can tell you. I know who exactly did it. I'm not going to tell you who did it. <laughs> we can look it up. Though. You, you can look YouTube. it up. Name names. Uh, okay, name right. names, hero. I, I, I so want to. <laughs> name I name I, names, hero. Um, wow. But, you know, the thing is, I think they were trying to have some, I, and anyway, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Standing ovation. Standing ovation for me, man. Standing ovation. Don Reed, an American hero. He refused to sell his soul out to the man for this nonsense. That's That's right. There's a lot of times out there, but but Don Reed isn't one of them. Bojangling and and, and mangling. And no disrespect to Bojangle. (laughs) The way we are speaking now, we think we are as hip as we could be on these issues, but... 20 years from now, we might sound just like that guy, would you say, bucking for buttermilk biscuits and shit? <laughs> we can be, it's, it's all a matter of perspective because our language evolves too. No, that's and, our, and so and, people may sound differently, but they mean the same. Yeah. yeah and we could yeah. be problematic as hell and not know it too. You, so, I mean. No, no, that, I, I understand that, but I, I you, uh, Glenn, you preface this as you're talking to storytellers. Artists. Yes. Yeah, do you feel like right now you can speak at full speed with the people who are on the line? I do. I do. I do. You you get you getting you getting all of me. Is code switching on its face? Is that Uncle Tommy? I, I feel like sometimes it can be. Sometimes like if if I'm expected to be the life of the party and I don't feel like being the life of the party and I'm mm-hmm. come the life of the party, I don't want to be fresh prince right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you respect me as, 
respect me as James Evans right now. You get what I'm saying? So so mm. but 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 uh but sometimes you find yourself in it and you pull back. You like I I'm loosened about situations. I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing right now, Shannon? You know, pull back. <laughs> All of you all though, aren't you renowned for your storytelling, for your comedy, because you can speak white, because you can code switch? No. W- w- would you not be where you are right now if you did not have that ability? I think, I think, I think, honestly, when I'm on stage, I feel free, completely free. Because I'm telling my story that I created in my mind and I'm getting paid for it. I give myself complete permission to be what any person, any part of my personality I choose. Hmm. So that's different than being in uh, an environment that has institutional uh, racism in it and, and, and is saying you assimilate or you die hungry. I will say this. I will say this. When we first started, um, when I first was starting, before Snap was actually a show, and I was trying to sell this show, mm-hmm. I was at a meeting in D.C., a big conference table with like 12 people around it. And uh, I had given some like a, a sample of what the show was going to sound like. And I'm sitting around, they're kind of like looking at it, looking at it, looking. And it was a, it was a black woman who said, um, who's looking at me, and she said at the table that I'm a fake black person. I sound like a fake black person. And oh, it, it was in, in that, that what I had just done, my voice is insulting. Yeah. And, um, and I was sitting there. I was with, with Mark, my partner, who was a white guy. He's like, uh, and, and, he's, and he's on the spot. I don't know about the fake black person thing. It's kind of what he sounds like. I, I, and and right. I, I still don't know what that means. Exactly. I know she was trying to, to set, she was trying to call me a white black person. But I, 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 when I'm listening to Glenn say that, that what that lady said that to him, I sometimes, I'm not going to kid you. I, I feel that sometimes. I'll be like, I've been in podcasting for 10 years. Yeah. And I listen to the podcasting voices. Mm-hmm. And they all sound like a, a a rendition of Ira Glass, right? Oh. So it's just like, and sometimes I'm like, man, why am I a big host on, you know, and why didn't one of these shows, you know, I'm not, I can't change my voice no more. I don't do that. I can't, I'm not doing none of that. Yeah. And you, you know, know, but I'm like, that, that's a, damn, sometimes no. I'm like, man, would I get a, would, would my career be better if I, if I, if I had a different inflections and, you know, I, I just grew up, I sound like my dad, you, you know, so, so it's just like, I, I know I find my own lane. I mean, I'm not crying about it, but at the same time, when I listen to certain shit, I hear the same fucking voice, mm. you know, and I can imagine being a young person going into this and I would, you would feel like, oh, I got to switch it to that. If I'm a new newscaster, I got to switch my voice to this newscaster voice. I got to mm. switch my voice to this podcasting voice. I got to switch my voice to this banker voice. Right, right. I'm, so, and I'm, I'm here to, yeah. I'm here to, I'm here to, to ask people to, to man, give it a try and keep your voice. You're right, man. The young, there are young people who feel like that. Uh, now, enunciation, yeah, I might have to yeah. enunciate a little bit better, uh, clearer, because I, I talk a little slack anyways, and I talk that pirate ne'er-do-well talk. 
That's just me, though. <laughs> That's how I get down. I like to read books. I like to learn things. But I don't want to change my voice, man. I don't like talking to people when I know they got to change voice. I don't even like that. It sucks. I do appreciate everybody being on here. Um, and and um, <coughs> you've given me a lot to think about. I, I'm, I'm wondering, what is an authentic voice? I think yeah. I have several authentic voices. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because we, there's, we're not linear. There's many sides to us. You know what I'm like saying? The turned up yeah. Joyce is not going to sound like the Joyce right here. Even it's gonna sound a lot different. Um. So yeah, we have different voices. I think the 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 weird voice is the assimilated one, just to try to fit in. Mm-hmm. I used to love it when my mother would get on the phone. And with her sisters, yes. and she'd be like, yes. she'd be like, um, you know, Glenn, I need you to do your homework. I need you to, girl, <laughs> you ain't even gonna believe what I just. Did. And I need once yeah. you, you don't want your homework, I need you to clean your room. Exactly. <laughs> but then when that bill collector called too, that hello, you, you know, know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, right. Hello. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. This is Mrs. Washington. Um, yeah, I think. And then, and then, I, I, I will get to you in my time. Different again at church. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's a whole different yeah. voice at church. Yeah. Right. A whole different and voice I, when she's speaking to her mother, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're all mm-hmm. authentic. They're all her. And um and I and I and I, I think about the voice that I use on Snap is different from the voice I use on Spooked. I, mm-hmm. I now I, I'm having fun on Spooked in a different type of way. Um I don't know. I, I just think that uh, it's so interesting to think that these are all us and none of them are fake. And um, to em- I, I want to embrace them all. And um, without, uh, I don't want to cheese. I don't want to Tom. I don't want to be a clown. Um, I want to be real. And there's different types of real, I guess. Mm. Mm. Well, y'all been real today and I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you very always, much. Always, Thank you. Always. I miss you, Glenn. Thanks for the combo. Good time. Good talking to y'all folks, man. Yeah. Hey, um, Ray, get over this Dino, disease. Dino, we're going to buy that CD, too, man. We're going to yeah. the CD. Uh, <laughs> DinoArchie.com. <laughs> we're all about to go buy it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go on DinoArchie.com yeah, and buy the, the CD. Or <laughs> you know, download, the, download the special, too. It's on Vimeo. If you want to see it in action, it's better that way. Uh, you guys have been nothing but, 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 but so angels. Angels, I tell you, on this while you were attacking me, it was fun. I had a good time talking to you guys. I forgive <laughs> you too. all because I'm right. the big, I'm the bigger man. Oh my! <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Low road, Larry. Everybody, <laughs> don't 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 talk about him too hard because he might because he's light skinned. I was just gonna say, but that's why he feel like he's bigger. <laughs> that's that light like skin <laughs> complex coming on out. <laughs> He might, not, he might take it the wrong way. Y'all are racist. You guys are all racist. <laughs> I feel bad already, man. You're all racist, white people. Hey, good talking to you guys. Uh, next time, right. be safe. Love y'all. Next Peace. Time. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the whole crew Dino Archie, Shannon Kaysen. Dr. Ray Christian, Joyce Lee, and Don Reed. Thank you for stopping by backstage and keeping it real. And understand, Dino's not the only one who's been hustling during lockdown. To get the latest on what these storytellers are up to, check out our website. 
snapjudgment.org. The original score and sound design was by Pat Machini Miller. It was produced by Nika Singh and Regina Bediaco. Now, if you need more, more places, more people, more stories, more love, more joy, subscribe to the Snap Judgment Podcast. You can hear the story behind the story. Just follow Snap on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yes, they will stop you on the street and ask where you got that cool Snap pin. Tell them snapjudgment.org. And big news. Big news. If you like your storytelling crafted in the dark of night, know that Spook Season 6 is rising. Be afraid. Snap was brought to you by the team that would never think to begin the backstage cocktail hour until every person was present and accounted for. Of course, that doesn't include the Uber producer, Mr. Mark Ristich. He makes his morning mimosa with Jim. There's Nancy Lopez, Pat Masini Miller, Anna Sussman, Renzo Gorio, Shayna Sheely, Teo Ducat, Flo Wiley, John Fasile, Marissa Dodge, Annie Nguyen, Regina Bediaco, Davey Kim, Bo Walsh, and David XMA. And this is not the news. No way is this the news. In fact, you could change your entire appearance with the chemicals found at your local corner store, and you would still not be as far away from the news as this is. But this is PRX. Thank you.